Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Yes, Koinonia is about community, and um, I, I live out in the Chaffee Crossing area, personally. Uh, that's where we moved when we moved to the Fort Smith area in December of 2018. But just in the short amount of time that I've been here, I have seen so much growth already in that community. And then I had the distinct pleasure of meeting uh, Lori Robertson, who's the Director of Marketing for the Fort Chaffee Redevelopment Authority. Now, that's a kind of a, a stodgy title, not even a little bit describing Lori Robertson. <laughs> we met uh, for the National Day of Prayer event that I ended up getting to uh, MC. Just kind of last, throw it together, but God was in it, and wow, it was powerful. Not a big group, but boy, it was special. So welcome to Koinonia. We actually, the last time we talked, it was on the phone, so that wasn't any fun. Face-to-face is always so much better. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, I've, I've, I've warmed this bar stool a couple of times here on the counter in the control room a couple of times, and I always love being here in Spirit 106. That's uh, something that's fun for me is getting to know, I mean, because this is this is legacy, 28 years here in the River Valley, and I'm just the new guy on the block and uh, getting to know people. Tell me a little bit about the uh, the Fort Chaffee area out there and just some of the things that you guys are trying to do. Well, gosh, you know, how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Chaffee Crossing is a result of uh, a government action that took out part of the former Fort Chaffee military base and turned it over to the state, and the state created this public trust that is the entity that I work for. And our job is to get this property back on the tax rolls, to create jobs, to create quality of life amenities for the people in the region, to create, uh, you know, to help them generate developments where they can live and have a good quality of life. And I am so proud of, of what we're doing. This is kind of like my third child. Yeah. And uh, it's really definitely in my blood. And anybody that knows me know that knows that's true, because, if you know, if you run into me, you're, you're going to be talking about Chaffee Crossing at some point in the conversation. But to see what we've achieved and attract more than $3 billion in capital investments, and that's wow. billion with a B, that's capital great. B, you know, into Western Arkansas. Yeah. You know, an area of the state that a lot of people feel like is stagnant mm-hmm. and that we, you know, really not going anywhere. And I beg to differ. Yeah. And you look around at what we have going on, and, you know, there are people moving to Chaffee Crossing. We have 39 residential neighborhoods. And we could estimate probably around at least 4,000 household units, whether you're talking about single-family homes or, or, you know, multifamily apartments, Mm -hmm. duplexes, townhomes, things of that nature. People, they really like the feel and the outdoor lifestyle that Mm -hmm. can, you know, you can walk out your door when you live at Chaffee Crossing, as you know. Absolutely. It's not very far. You can see the trails. Two minutes and I'm on a paved trail that I can walk 15 plus miles and never get off a trail and never walk the same trail twice. Plus you back up to Ben Garen Park and all of its amenities. You back up to, you know, Parrot Island Water Park. 
we've got fishing and we've got uh, soccer and a golf course for pete's sake you know and pickleball and pickleball now and just so much more that's coming on board and so you know what we're finding is we we the people that live out there really do develop a sense of community mm-hmm. and really enjoy it and so we wanted to find a way to draw them together a little bit better yeah and um and be intentional about it and so the idea and the concept of having a farmers and artisans market in the historic area came up and of course you know we have of course we have some selfish motive motivations you know at the time when we first started talking about uh, this which was in 2018 and 19 we were talking about reviving it we tried it a few years back in like 13 and 14 and it, it was just an idea before it's time but when we started talking about it, we were like, you know, we really need to sell these buildings. It'd be nice to get people out in this area, get them more comfortable being here. And they might, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you never know who you're talking to. Sure. You know, and so, you know, that was kind of that was kind of the initial motivation. But then, of course, COVID happened and we were supposed to have the Valley Artisan Market come out last year. and We already had six dates set and it was going to be a really good time. And um, it was unfortunate that we had to cancel that schedule. And when we came to early this year and started planning, um, they said, you know, we're going to shutter our organization this year wow. or this year. But, you know, we'll be glad to help you. And and Amanda has been very, very nice. And Amanda Huggins has helped us and, and um, given us ideas and guidance. And so we decided to pr- proceed. And so here we are. It's the end of July. Yeah. And we now have the very firmly established Chaffee Crossing Farmers and Artisans Market. That is such a mouthful. You know, I think next year I'm just going to change it to the Chaffee Crossing Market. It's the market from now on. But anyway, it is the market to be at. And so we started May 1st. We had, you know, 15 vendors and a lot of them sold out a product and everybody was happy and we had a great time and it was fantastic. Hit June and we hit 70 plus vendors. Wow. It exploded, Tom. And then we uh, just this uh, week ago, Saturday, we had our July market. We're doing it once a month. Okay. And so we had our July market, and you know, it rained three and a half inches on Friday morning before we were supposed to set up that evening for Saturday. And we had a few folks that felt like they had product that wouldn't endure well if Mm -hmm. you know if it were to rain again. And the forecast was not very. I, I have to be really honest with you; it wasn't very promising. And so on Friday afternoon. We were sitting in my office, me and a, and a volunteer, and um, Karen Carlson, very faithful lady, and um, we were sitting in my office, and, and I was really debating on whether or not to do this or not. And I, I'm, I'm, dro- I'm name dropping here, but I think people need to understand that people in the, in the community, community leaders, and, and even background people that you know are people of faith, and, and we make our decisions based on that. And so I was talking with Larry Breeden because he was going to help me bring out some classic cars. Okay. I said, Larry, what do you think we should do? I said, I'm really struggling with this decision. I'm going to cancel tomorrow based on the forecast, or am I going to go forward? And Larry said to me, the very first words out of his mouth were, well, you know, God's in control of this. We're not. Right. And he said, so, <laughs> you know, you know, if I were doing it and I'd made all these plans and whatnot, he said, you know, I'd just go for it. And I knew right then that was the thing to do. Yeah. And so we started going into high gear and we spent about an hour, hour and a half, maybe it was three hours, four hours, I don't know, because it was 11 o'clock that night before we left. We worked hard. It was like starting from scratch for our plan for the next day because we had to move everybody. And uh, in the middle of it all, it just hit me. And I was like, I turned around and I looked at Karen and I said, 
we have to stop what we're doing right now and pray. I mean, it was a hard conviction. I I just felt like I was spinning my wheels and, you know, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what to do next and how yeah. am I going to get this done. And so I just looked there. at it and we stopped and we prayed and just asked God for a window of time, a window of a break, you know, in the rain. Yeah. And can we, you know, just help us proceed forward because these some of these people are coming to, you know, make money to put food on the table for sure. their families. And yeah. we planned a community event that's nice and we're going to entertain people. Just give us this window of time, please. And he delivered. And we had probably 55, 60 vendors there. That's great. So now you fast forward to next Saturday, August 7th. Yeah. Not this coming Saturday, but the w- week and a half from now. I'm trying not to wish that time away because right. i got a lot left to do. But uh, I have over 75 vendors that I'm talking with wow. for the August 7th market. And we're, we'll go on forward with September 18th and October 16th. And um, it's been amazing. Explain to me a little bit about the area, specific area where you're you're holding the market. That holds some uh, cultural and uh, community importance as well. You're exactly right. You know, we're going to we set up on the parking lot of the Chaffee Crossing Barbershop Museum and the Chaffee Museum of History, and then also on the lawn next to it, we have a stage, but we also have the Veterans Memorial where we had the National Day of yeah. Prayer event. Love it. And um, we we need to start planning now for yep, next year. I was going to you know. say before you get away today. Yeah. So um, you know we we set up and you know it's just a charming area. You're right. It has some cultural significance. You know it represents where thousands of soldiers and veterans trod and trained. And uh, you know I met some people recently uh, with the 509th. They were stationed there for 10 years wow. in those barracks, right yeah. in that immediate area. Wow. And, of course, now I'll circle back to what I was saying about, you know, our kind of our initial drive was to get people to see the buildings and hope that we could find an investor. Well, indeed, we have. Uh, Lloyd Sumter and he is the owner of Rival CRE, and they've purchased all the barracks. And they're working on – they've got a master plan that's already been approved, and they're going to be moving forward very quickly with construction – and they're going to remodel these buildings, and they're going to make commercial retail on the ground floor, live above apartments and Airbnb spaces, restaurants, and all kinds of things. And they're going to be done in pairs. So each build, each of the barrack buildings will be done in, in twos, and they'll have this beautiful deck in between with fire pits and you know cookout facilities and matching deck furniture. He's going to rip out the sidewalk, the four-foot sidewalk, and put a 12-foot multi-use trail down through there. It will connect to the other trails in Chaffee Crossing into the med school campus. And, you know, we're, we're, we're working to make that circuitous route where you can yeah. just encircle Chaffee Crossing. And you can literally go from Ben Garen all the way out and be on yes. a trail. Yes. I mean, that, that's just, that is just unheard of. Isn't that something? Even the new Highway 255 project has bike lanes on both sides of it. So instead of going through that real narrow street in Barling, right. you'll now have a much safer route to go through, but you'll also have bike lanes on both sides of it. Yeah. And I mean that's, that's exciting. Great. It is. And it's forward thinking for uh, you know, the state and the region to make these kinds of things happen. And that's one of the reasons we call it the natural state, because they do put that into the planning, right? Sure. And, you know, people are coming here from all over the the country, all over the world, frankly, for the medical school. They're going to be coming from the for the F-35 pilot training program. And we have, you know, UAFS. And we've got all these wonderful institutions in our community that are drawing these people in. And we're 
experiencing a great time of cultural change and growth and just the influx of new ideas. It's kind of, I call it kind of a mini version of what happened in Northwest Arkansas. You know, we won't mm-hmm. quite have the boom. I don't you know, believe that they had, but I still like to equate it to that because we all like to compare ourselves to that market and how sure. wonderful it is, all these opportunities you have for entertainment, for dining, for medical care, you know, just all these quality of life initiatives. And all of those are happening right here in Fort Smith on a smaller scale. Yeah. Lori Robertson, Director of Marketing for the Fort Chaffee Redevelopment Authority, is my guest. And we have the uh, event coming up, not tomorrow, but a week from Saturday, August 7th, 8 to 1 p.m. at 7313 Terry Street there at Fort Chaffee. I know I I don't want to put you on the spot and say, give me a list of uh, vendors, but give me some idea of who's uh, been coming out as vendors. Oh, I'm happy to share some of that with you. You know, we've got farms, farmers from all the way from Boonville to short Oklahoma that have come and set up and are selling their produce. We have, um, let's see, we've got bakers, we've got fried pies, we've got cakes coming back. We've got um, food trucks where Man's Pizza is a seasoned vendor with us. Uh, Glory Bound Euros from Greenwood is coming back in. Tap Truck Ozark, she has some lovely, light, refreshing summer drinks that, that she provides. And uh, we this time we have a new food vendor, and that is um, Mimi's Tamales. Okay. So we're going to have some homemade, fresh tamales available for people to eat. Then on top of that, then we have live music. We have the Oklahoma moon trio is coming back to play for us again they're very popular with our market guests and we have fats marley coming over to play nice. for us we're talking to some buskers when we haven't quite found any that are going to come for the august uh, date because they're booked but we're looking at some buskers that could come and play you know and play for tips uh, maybe that's, in september and october that's great some of our other vendors we have handmade jewelry we have pottery the creative arts network group they come and demonstrate pottery making they also sell some of their products we have the bell point quilters guild that is coming this time and they're going to demonstrate english quilt piecing then they use paper pieces and and make quilts without a machine and they're going to demonstrate how to do that the literacy council they're talking about coming united way we're going to do a school supply drive for them We'll have a box and you know set out and and we fill the bus that's right then in you know they can't because of covid they can't be in walmart's anymore right. so as a community we've got to deliver for them just the same way that we do when the bus is sitting outside of walmart we need to load up our bags y'all come and drop your bags when you come in the gate and then you go fill up other bags and shop with my vendors and then you can go out with fill full bags too there you go Lori Robertson, uh, Director of Marketing for Chaffee Redevelopment Authority. We're going to have to make this a regular thing. Yeah. Uh, where, if somebody wants to find out more information or they they need to go to a reference point for uh, the website, where do they need to go? I would say the best source of, of detailed information, Tom, is on Facebook, in the Chaffee Crossing Farmers and Artisans Market page, and also on Instagram. I work really hard to share all the details, and we share information about different vendors out there on the the facebook page and uh, of course we have some on our website on chaffeecrossing.com i would encourage the people that are your listeners who want to know more and keep up with what's going on with chaffee crossing go to our website and up in the upper right hand corner of every page it says subscribe to the newsletter and sign up for our monthly newsletter 
and we share you know some of these stories and a little bit more in-depth information about new residential neighborhoods that are coming and events we we keep up with that we've got a calendar on the website and um, you know so there's a lot of ways to keep up but for the market I would recommend that they visit either our Facebook or Instagram pages for the most up-to-date information. Lori, thanks for your time. Thank you. We'll see you 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday, August 7th.